and welcome to Didian Hawthorne and the In-Between, your place for everything reading and language related. I'm your host, Mackenzie Gentz. Now bookmark that book and let's begin. Hello, hello, and welcome to the show. Hallo und herzlich willkommen zu unserem Podcast. Today we are continuing our book unboxing series, hashtag book unboxing, uh, with the book drop. Uh, one of the most ubiquitous book subscription services on the market. Um, let's dive into it. So the book drop is a subscription service where you get one book a month. Um, it is run out of Bethany Beach Books, which is an independent bookstore in Delaware. Their mission is to bring independent books to people and places that may not have them. Uh, they have three different subscription options. The Books for Tea, which is their most popular. It's their book club, uh, sort of literary curated kind of <laughs> book selection every month. Um, contemporary literary fiction, historical fiction all go under here. There's the book Books for Bubbly, which is like a chiclet romance kind of uh, book selection every month. And then there's Books for Coffee, which are things like mysteries, legal thrillers, suspense. Um, all of this information is on their website, which is as always linked below in relevanceofliterature.com slash notes under the tab for this episode. Um, so essentially what uh, I ended up doing to put together this episode is I ordered the Books for Tea subscription. We'll be going over the November 2020 book uh, for Books for Tea. The subscriptions are $16.99 per month if you do the payment by individual month. This is not sponsored by the book drop. I picked this myself. I was really interested in it for this series that we're doing and it didn't disappoint. Honestly, I really <laughs> enjoyed the book. It was definitely a choice that I would never have chosen for myself. Um, so the book that they sent, and I'll talk a little bit about the goodies in the package. Um, I had no problems with shipping for this particular box. It arrived really promptly, especially considering all of the holiday delays that were um, upon us in the latter parts of 2020. Um, I got the book really fast and there was a couple of postcards in the box. It was really simple. It was just like a uh, sleeve with the book and a couple of goodies in it. I got a bookmark um, from an artist which will come up later in our um, in our journey here for 2021 on the show so I won't reveal her name just yet but um, some goodies from an artist, uh, like I said, a bookmark that I ended up really enjoying. It's just a simple laminated type bookmark, uh, really minimalist in some ways, and I liked it because there's like no tassels, no hassle kind of thing. <laughs> um, then lots of papers describing why they chose the book that they did. Um, there was one curator who actually ended up traveling to some of the places that the book details, which is really cool to sort of see how big of an impact this book had on someone that they would like go intentionally to some of these places. Um, and like I said, just a lot of really detailed curated info on the book. Um, people's thoughts about it, why they selected it. So the book that they sent along in the Books for Tea in November 2020 was The Star-Crossed Sisters of Tuscany by Laurie Nelson Spielmann. 
Um, this is a really wild book. I would never have picked this up in the bookstore for myself, um, which is one reason why I really love book subscription services. I've been curating this whole series for the past half year, and it has been a journey of just reading books that I never would have chosen for myself. So in terms of this book, it is a travel destination, historical fiction kind of novel. It's a very easy read, but it's one that I found myself really engrossed in, which, is, uh, which was really lovely. And they chose this book because of how travel-inspired travel it is. Um, so it's about this curse, and the curse is in this family, um, every second daughter cannot find love, cannot marry, in other words. Um, and so it follows the journey of these three second daughters. Amelia, the main character, Lucy, her cousin, and also Aunt Poppy, their great aunt, um, as they go to Italy to try to break this curse. Um, and so it details a lot of the familial pressure and guilt in this large Italian-American family um, and how second daughters were treated as less than because of this curse, because they can't break the curse. Um, and you walk in on 30-year-old Amelia's life and you realize, you know, she's so happy and she's so contented with what she has despite this huge gap, which is she believes that she is not worthy and will never find love. So Amelia um, is this very, um, she, well, she's strikingly uh, dependent on her grandmother, who there's a lot of family, family drama in this book, which I'm not used to reading about at all. So if you want a book for family drama, this is the one. <laughs> but um, her grandmother, who turns out not to be her grandmother, um, she's sort of under this woman's thumb, so much so that she's starting to believe and reciprocate the different mysteries and the different superstitions that this woman has. But she has some semblance of independence in the sense that she has her own life. Um, her sister Daria, firstborn daughter, um, gets pretty much uh, cast in the sea in the same way um, in that she's a firstborn daughter. She has a role to fill. She has to get married and have kids and stuff. Um, so there's this family that's like really trapped in these repetitive, toxic notions of family history and family curses. Um, and so Amelia gets this letter and later this call from her great aunt who has been um, essentially cast out of the family. She's this, she's the black sheep of the family. And Aunt Poppy says, I'm turning 80, we are going to Italy together. And she says, what? You know, I can't leave my life, I can't leave my cat and the bakery and Daria and everyone. Um, long story short, she eventually goes and she takes her younger cousin Lucy along with her. And the ensuing journey, notwithstanding the amazing, luxurious views that they get, of the different cities that they travel to, both cities and the amazing countryside of Italy. Um, the ensuing journey is so much about mobility and independence, finding themselves, experimenting with what works and what doesn't, 
um, and really affording themselves the opportunity of having a vision for themselves and believing in themselves in ways that they never have before. And I really found myself reflected in the main character, Amelia, because she is kind of trepidatious, trepidatious and cautious. Um, and she ends up blossoming in this really, in well, in several really spectacular ways. And um, she ends up moving to Italy at the end and potentially finding a love interest and all of these things. And so, um, the ending especially to me of this novel where Amelia um, doesn't really end up with a guy. You know, that's what you would expect, right? It's about breaking a family curse regarding love um, and everyone gets the guy but Amelia. Um, and so you sort of wonder, well then what's the point of the book, right? <laughs> and you realize, well, the book is about the excursion and the adventure and finding oneself and really believing in oneself um, in these new lights, notwithstanding, again, the travel, which is another huge part of the book, and uh, the stated reason for why the book drop um, selected the book for the November. So, all in all, this was a read that really took me by surprise. Um, I, again, never would have picked this up for myself in the bookstore, um, I don't plan on reading it again, I plan on passing it along, but uh, I did enjoy the experience and again I thought um, that there was something to be gained in looking at Amelia uh, and Lucy and Poppy's adventure and sort of realizing the ways in which you can discover yourself in the most unlikely of circumstances with the most unlikely of company. And I want to end today with something we did for the last episode, which is also linked below in our book unboxing series, which was looking at the different kinds of people, different kinds of readers that would benefit from this book box in one form or another, um, and also different kinds of readers who would not benefit from this book box. So in general, people who would not benefit from book boxes are readers who already are really good at curating their own reading. Readers who have read a lot for a long time, they know what they like, and they are happy and contented with those selections. Readers who maybe like rereading more than discovering new novels. These are the kind of readers, again, who I wouldn't anticipate really benefiting from any sort of book box, whether it be any of the ones we review in this series. Readers who would benefit from book boxes, and also I think um, not normally or generally I fall into the first category of readers who are like really contented with their reading selections. Someone uh, like me who has, you know, read for a long time, who knows what uh, they like. But I realized that I was getting too stuck in my own cycles and I wasn't reaching out and branching out to other areas of literature, books and series and authors and subgenres that I might enjoy and would otherwise pass by in a bookstore or online. So book boxes are for people who want to do a little bit of exploring in their reading, who aren't afraid of getting a dud every once in a while, you know, and getting a book that they really don't enjoy in the midst of all of these cool creative selections. 
Um, Bookbox is also for readers who do not enjoy the process of buying books or choosing books to read for themselves. Maybe people who are daunted or overwhelmed by that process but still love to read. Um, and that way, having a team of people who work for an indie bookstore, this is what they do for a living, um, select and curate your reading isn't such a bad idea. And it's actually a really cool thing that we have in our modern world for people to from literally across the country, <laughs> in Delaware of all places, um, sending books to people who love reading. Um, and that really is the common thread in all of these types of readers, all of these types of book boxes. In terms of what kind of readers would like the book drop in particular, and I did this specifically for our last book box that we reviewed. I'll continue to do this for the future book boxes that we do review. One thing that really does set the book drop apart from other book boxes is that there aren't as many knickknacks, tchotchkes, accoutrements in it as there are in many, 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 many other book boxes. <laughs> A lot of book boxes are centered around the items, the mugs, the bookmarks, the book lights that you might get in the package rather than the book itself. Um, and we are going to go through some book boxes that I was honestly really surprised and disappointed by because they were centered around items and not the actual book, not the actual literature, which is presumably why a lot of people would go towards a book box instead of um, a tchotchke box of another sort. The one thing that I really, really liked is that they didn't dress up the book too much. It was packaged nicely, it was introduced thoughtfully, it was curated well, but there wasn't anything to cloud the selection. It was just the book and the package and, you know, a couple other papers and things, but it was just the book. And you open the package expecting the book, <laughs> you know, um, and you read the book and focus on the book. You know, it's not, there's no focus on, oh gosh, now I have all these items that are bookish that I've got to use or anything like that. Um, and the excitement in opening the package is purely for the book. So the book drop um, stands apart in the other book box uh, type services that we will review um, because its focus is on the book and on the literature. The package, like I said, is not going to be a bunch of tchotchkes. It's going to be the book and the focus is on the literature. So that's something that I really loved and I think something, again, that sets it apart. The book drop is also for people who want to support independent bookstores. Most of the book subscription boxes out there are not run by independent bookstores. They're run by major companies or major subscription box services. Um, and they're not really curated by book people. <laughs> they're curated by, um, again, these sort of larger team corporations who find a theme that they think book people will like and they go off of it. Um, so. We will be doing more book subscription services and offers that are more dressed up by book people for book people, so to speak, but that is to say, not all of them will be, and I'll make sure to take pains to point that out. Um, these people, like I said, it's their job to 
know about literature, to love literature, and to recommend and provide it to other people. Um, and that way I think the selections really shine through. Uh, they're really different and they take pains to bring out uh, books that are really interesting and maybe books that haven't had their heyday yet, which I really love. This box especially would be for you. Um, a, if you want to support independent bookstores in general and don't know how. B, if you don't have an independent bookstore in your area. Not everyone does. Not everyone is lucky enough to. Um, C, if you are just wanting to branch out and try to um, taste the flavors of some other independent bookstores across the country, the Book Drop is a great one to try. Like I said, the bookstore that sends the Book Drop out is in Delaware. Bethany Beach Books. This book subscription is not for you though if you want to read more serious historical fiction or uh, literary fiction type selections. Um, the different examples they give for the books for tea subscription are The Nightingale, Where the Crawdads Sing, The Orphan Train, The Light Between Oceans. Um, those kinds of books are more contemporary, so this this book box, from what I understand and from what the selection in November was, does have a tendency to lean towards contemporary fiction. Um, books that are in a language that's immediately understandable to <laughs> you if you're a native uh, English speaker. Um, it's recognizable, you know. Uh, whereas books like Wuthering Heights, Emma by Jane Austen, those books may not be in this subscription. Um, doesn't seem like it from what I'm reading and my experience with it. Um, and even the uh, romance uh, books for bubbly subscription, books for coffee, they might not be the exact type of books you're looking for in terms of their examples. And I really would, if you're interested in any of these book boxes, look at the example picks uh, from previous months. Are those the kinds of books you are looking to branch out with? Are those ki the kinds of books that you would love to explore? Maybe you don't have enough experience with them, or maybe uh, you would really just like to read something different. Making sure that this is something that is in your interest. And I will just wrap up and say that, again, I was super pleasantly surprised by the Star-Crossed Sisters of Tuscany. This is a book that was handpicked out for me from a fellow book lover, from an indie bookstore, how cool, um, that was sent to me and packaged with care. The emphasis was on the book and it was a delightful read and a delightful experience overall. I really appreciated having just a book that I could relax with uh, as I sat down and did some personal leisure reading in December, and I'm about to send uh, the book to one of my close friends who I think would enjoy it probably more than I did, or maybe just as much. With all that in mind, all of the links, doobly-doos, etc. are at relevanceofliterature.com slash show notes. This is our second review in our book unboxing series, so make sure to reach out to me on Twitter or at our email, didianandhawthorne at gmail.com. If you want to, let me know how this episode goes, if you have any thoughts or questions about the book drop or any of the other boxes we will be unboxing for the series. If you have any recommendations, I'd love to take those as well. Alrighty, y'all. See you next week.
If you enjoyed the episode and would like to hear more from us, we've done everything from Shakespeare to Dracula. There really is a show and a series for everyone, so I'd recommend checking out our website at relevanceofliterature.com under the ongoing series tab for links to our entire back catalog of episodes, as well as any current goings-on of our show. If you are looking for even more content, we also have a Patreon page at patreon.com slash relevanceofliterature. Thank you so much for your support, and we'll see you next time.